Hey everyone, this is Sam Culpepper bringing you the Culpepper Chronicles, where myself and special guests hope to bring you, the listener, more information in regards to self-sufficiency, fieldcraft, survival, marksmanship, gear, and theory with the aids of not only personal experience and opinion, but historical and technical documentation as well. All in the hopes to better prepare you for impending collapse and hard times to come. Now, pull up a seat and let's get down to it. This is Sam coming to you with Season 2, Episode 10 of the Culpepper Chronicles. Uh, thought I'd close out the season because I'm trying to do about 10 episodes per season uh, with some, I guess, more of a thought podcast than a, a, a topic-specific podcast. And this comes hot on the heels of Christopher Larson's most recent uh, video in regards to the militia. And uh, <clears throat> if you don't know who Chris Larson is, uh, it's Dr. Chris Larson. Uh, he has written a book, uh, Small Unit Tactics and uh, Tactical Leadership, that I've shared on uh, my Instagram, as well as he's the director, and, and I believe you would <clears throat> call him the director and like main leader over a One Shepherd Leadership Institute, uh, which is a, a huge and just amazing thing. I, I want to go to it. Uh, it. It's just a big time suck. Not necessarily in a negative way, but like keeping me away from my family and, and work and things that need to be done because it's like a week long or, or something like that. I'd, I'd really love to go to it, but they take and put people in leadership roles as well as just uh, infantry fighting roles and pit them against each other via op four and things like that. So if you uh, want to find out more about that or him, you can go on YouTube. Uh, he's got a YouTube page, Christopher Larson, I believe is the, the, the name of the, the YouTube page. He's got a ton of videos on there. Brent00331 uh, and Bruce of Camp Armament have been out there. They've got videos on it as well. But enough about that. Uh, that was just kind of telling you who I'm talking about. He put out a really, really exceptional video that, and I love listening to his videos because it's almost like a podcast. Like you don't have to have visual aids. Like he just does that good of a job orating. Um, in regards to the militia, the history of the militia and the role of the militia. And I really feel like he nailed it. And it's something that I've been trying to uh, promote, I guess, or instill in uh, this big newfound love for uh, reconnaissance or recce or however you want to call it, uh, is that that's really the bread and butter of what the militia does. So there's this misconstrued idea that you are going to be a member of the militia and you and your group of five guys are going to start going toe-to-toe with the conventional army. And that's just not going to be, that, that's not going to end well. And there's always the meme of, you know, it's the size of the dog and the fight and fighting the dog and all that stuff. Uh, but that doesn't matter when they're, you know, doing gun runs on you because they're a conventional force and they have air assets. <clears throat> it's not that individual civilians can't rise to the occasion and, and defeat uh, large pitched battles of conventional forces. It's not that it can't be done. It absolutely can be done, and history has proved it. It's just not the main role of what militias and or, uh, because that's kind of a derogatory term at times uh, with the, uh, the thoughts that come up with that title, um, 
or roles of the individual civilians. So if you look at the future, most likely we will end up in a conflict uh, on our soul. Ideally, it will not be a civil war. Even if it is, you're going to have conventional forces and then you're going to have irregular forces or uh, militia slash guerrillas. And realistically, that's going to be the best role for us is going to be a recce role, a reconnaissance role. If we are not there at our home because we are not part of the global uh, military unit, we are tending to our, our homes, we're tending to our properties and our families, and then we are being used or opting to be used when it is convenient or uh, accessible for us and, and the situation is favorable is the way to look at it. You should be very, very picky about what you are doing and what you are getting involved in because if you and your group of five or ten guys are jumping up and down saying, hey, I can't wait to go out and fight, you are going to be in for a bit of a, a rude awakening uh, when you start trying to ambush a, an armored convoy. That's just not going to work out super great for you because chances are you don't have anti-armor or uh, anything like that, explosive munitions. If you do, great. I mean, just chances are you don't. So with that being said, what we will be used or utilize the best for if you are dealing with uh, people who are smart enough to utilize their forces correctly is that of reconnaissance. We are gathering intelligence. We are helping promote logistics. We are taking uh, conventional forces and moving them from one place to the other. Uh, we are helping either physically move them by uh, by like putting them in vehicles or boats or, or what have you, or we are helping to hide them so that they can move. Like that, that is going to be the better and best role of the militia. We are there to supplement uh, and aid a conventional force rather than trying to fight like a conventional force ourselves. Because when you start trying to do that, you are just destined for destruction. Uh, everyone has the, the image of the Patriot with Mel Gibson. That is what everyone wants to be as far as the militia goes. They want to be the, the group that's out harassing uh, individuals and uh, standing in, you know, not necessarily in line formation going toe-to-toe, -to -toe, uh, but, but fighting in that way. And that's just not really the, the most logical aspect of it. And really, if you look at that movie, it's an excellent example of what we are going to do because that's going to be your role is that of harassing uh, and impeding progress. So the more that we can impede an opposing force, uh, the more that they are going to be bogged down and not able to accomplish their mission. And if they can't accomplish their mission, then that gives the actual conventional forces more time to uh, move and maneuver and uh, capitalize on, on them. So that's what role we are going to be in. Um, he does a, a, an excellent job of, of bringing that point across much more so than I could. But I just want everyone to be thoughtful of, of what you're asking for and what you're anticipating. Uh, I've said it before on the page. I'm, I'm definitely leaning more towards, hey, this is going to be homesteading content. This is going to be, you know, defensive property content. And then, like, I will post a video like I did today of me out patrolling in full kit and talking about woods walking and stuff like that. And that's because, realistically, you need to be able to uh, perform a dual role because you need to be able to defend your property and your, your home and the things that you love and, and hold dear. But that's not going to be you and your friends hauling off and doing direct action raids on bases and forts and things like that. 
it's just not realistic. Realistically, what you could do is a uh, if you look at it from the role of a a conventional force is wanting to utilize you as an individual, it could be something as simple as plain clothes intelligence gathering. It could be you sitting at a coffee shop and uh, gathering intelligence on the local uh, general that is in town or something like that. If you if you're looking at it at kind of a a a home front war, um, because there there will realistically be that need. It could be you and your group because strategically you are located very close to a uh, a enemy base or an, an enemy fortified position, and instead of a force that you are wanting to enable, having to uh, devote manpower and time to this area because you live there, they could say, hey. We need you and your guys to go and gather intelligence for us and report it back to us. And that's why uh, talking about things like patrol bases and uh, intelligence gathering and information gathering and how to promote that and do a salute report and, and bring that information to someone higher than yourself is important. That's why we always talk about it. Uh, groups like uh, the Longhouse Podcast and Operator and Coniferous Origins, and uh, we, we always try and promote that because realistically that's the role you're going to be in. Um, you shouldn't be looking at going and getting into a pitched gun battle. You should be looking at going and gathering intelligence and reigning a low profile and a low signature. And then if you do happen to be in a pitched battle, uh, you want to be able to get out of that and doing so is, uh, requiring you bringing a lot of equipment and capability with you. So, um, I hope this helps. Uh, it, it's a really deep topic. It, it's going to get misconstrued. There's going to be someone out there saying, oh, he's anti-militia or he's anti-pro whatever you want to throw on there. And that's just not the case. I, I'm anti-idiocy. I'm anti-false uh, narrative, I guess you would say. And if you want to, if you want to call anything, it, it's that. I'm just, I, I hate to see guys get wrapped around the axle and, and just really gung-ho to slap on their plate carrier and their helmet and and dress like the latest sf operator and think that they're going to roll in in mom's minivan and just start laying hate on a group of individuals or a, a base and coordinate with that and it's just in my opinion realistically it's not going to end well and it's not going to go well and that's not what we should be geared towards uh so like i said this is the the 10th episode of season two uh next episodes will start season three i will probably start off with uh some thoughts and considerations in regards to rifle setup and how best to set it up for uh, an area like mine because I've been playing around with a lot of different stuff and I think I finally got it kind of dialed in as far as what works really really well and I'll talk about that and then I might do uh, some more kit stuff but I'm hoping to uh, in season three start bringing in more people it, it's been kind of weird in season two just the time frame and the way things were going for me to uh, connect with people and get people actually into the podcast so I'm hoping that'll change. Uh, I'm going to start getting a hold of some folks. There's some really big stuff happening behind the scenes. Uh, Y'all just kind of bear with us. We're, we're really, uh, as a group collective, going to be bringing a lot of information to the table. So I look forward to bringing that to you as well. Um, as anyways, uh, or as always, guys, uh, take it easy. May God be with you and your families.